for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin'. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody. It's Monday, December 4th. Good to have you here. This podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals. We're grateful to have you as our listener. Again, our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format that you can listen to anytime, anywhere. And I just realized for the regulars, David Kittle's here, Alice Alvey's dialed in, Alan's dialing in. But we say that all the time, you guys. But you know what? We have so many new listeners that people need to hear that, that intro regularly. So just want to make sure. But again, joining me live is David Kittle and Alice Alvey. Good to have you both here. Appreciate you joining in, you guys. Good morning, David. Welcome. Good morning. Oh, wait, it's afternoon for me. How the time flies. It's afternoon. That's right. Different time zone. Anyway, Mark cannot be here. He is out sick. We're feeling bad for Mark, but let's say a special thank you to our sponsors, Byte Software. We're so grateful that Byte, again, they provide an exceptional level of LOS customization, allows you to work the way you want to work rather than the way you're being forced to work through your current LOS vendor. Check out what Byte can do for you from the customization standpoint. The best part is they have so many large companies. They're scalable from the smallest company up to some of the largest companies, and they don't lock you into a long-term contract. When it's working for you, and it is for thousands of other originators out there, you can use it. For some reason, if it doesn't work, you can get out of the contract. That's what I love about Byte. They make it work for you. Finastra, Fusion Mortgage Bot Solution, personalizes the application path through the borrower-specific information, the way they move the information through their system is state-of-the-art. Again, largest fintech company in the world. Also, Total Expert, the leading fintech software company when it comes to delivering a purpose-built CRM and a customer engagement platform. Love what they do. Also, one of our new sponsors, Lender Homepage, an all-in-one platform that provides seamless front-end solutions to the mortgage industry of all sizes, and they help you connect better with borrowers to convert more traffic and leads. Also, Truve, one of our newest sponsors, Unlock the Power of Open Finance. Truve lets you verify your applicant's income, employment, assets, insurance, and they do so for a fraction of the cost of others in the marketplace. Also, Angel AI, a new way of doing mortgage technology throughout end-to-end. Check out Angel AI. Also, Mortgage Bankers Association of America, grateful for what they do for our industry, as well as Lenders One, the Mortgage Collaborative, Knowledge Coop, iEmergent, Mobility MMI, and Modex. So good to have our sponsors and grateful for them. Last Wednesday, November 29th, 2023, we released the episode with Richard Greaser of True with the topic, New Technology, New Ways to Save Money. Next week, we will be releasing the episode with Garrett Locklear of Candid, Inc. with the topic, What are top MLOs doing to succeed in today's market? Please be on the lookout for that. Let's get over to the MBA Mortgage Minute for an update from Adam DeSanctis. Hi, I'm Adam DeSanctis. This is the Mortgage Minute, the latest news from the Mortgage Bankers Association. The Federal Housing Administration last week proposed several updates to its 203k renovation programs. Among the proposed changes is an increase in the cap on total rehab costs for the limited 203k program, 
updating the 203k consultant fee schedule, and increasing the allowable timeframes for project completion for both the standard and limited programs. Unlocking the FHA 203k renovation program is a key MBA priority, given its potential to address housing supply shortages by facilitating the rehabilitation of outdated or dilapidated housing. MBA is pleased that many of the proposed enhancements are consistent with the items we recommended in a letter to FHA back in April. We will continue to engage with FHA on improvements to the 203K program and will provide recommendations by the January 5th, 2024 deadline. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you very much, Adam DeSantis and our friends there at the MBA. Good stuff all the way around. Be sure to sign up for the Mortgage Action Alliance app so that you can have your voice heard on the Hill. Let's get over to Les Parker with this week's Mac review of the markets. Les Parker, I love his music parodies, and we love to see how he's performing with this one. What you got for us, Les? TM Spotlight Soundbites is brought to you by Power Seller, making hedging easy. We've been waiting for so long. For Fed tightening to stop. Since the new bull market began in early November, long-term rates have dropped 50 basis points, even after modest month-end profit-taking. The bullish fundamental picture appears bright, with economic weakening in China, deflating prices in Europe, softening U.S. jobs, high real rates allowing the Fed to ease soon. The lowering of OPEC production goals emboldens the bulls too, with mortgage rates reaching 725, dropping below 7% by Christmas, might not take a miracle. Bask in the sun of a new trend. These views are mine. See the new day at tmspotlight.com. Good job, Les Parker. Appreciate that. Sign up for Les's TM Spotlight newsletter. You can get the paid version for free by entering the word power for power seller in the code section it's packed full of great information appreciate them very much let's get a word in from our one of our newest sponsors calc home sale contingencies can be deal killers calc enables our lending partners to provide a buy before you sell experience that gives your borrowers leverage when negotiating making them more likely to win their dream house and making you more likely to close the loan to find out more, go to tradeinmortgage.com. Matt Graham, founder and CEO of MBS Live, is here with his market update. Matt, what you got for us today? This is Matt Graham with the MBS Live market update. Last week was a strong rally for the bond market as traders got back to business after the holiday shortened week from Thanksgiving. There are a few ways to view the recent trend, and one of them would be as a directional, diagonal move toward lower yields that merely took a little bit of a break in the second half of Thanksgiving week and got back to business last week. It was certainly facilitated by treasury auctions at the beginning of the week with the five-year auction on Monday afternoon, uh, resulting in uh, things getting started off on a stronger foot. And even a relatively weak seven-year auction the following day resulted in additional bond buying Throughout the week, there were Fed speakers adding to a little bit of volatility, but generally to gains for the bond market, as it continues to be the case that they seem open to uh, holding policy rates steady here. Several Fed speakers have been fairly vocal about their assessment of a shift in the economy, either via reports from their business contacts 
or by citing actual economic data. And that would suggest an end to the rate hike cycle. And uh, one of them has even said that uh, it would only take a few more months of agreeable economic data for the Fed to be in a position to consider rate cuts. And uh, that is something that the futures market is certainly pricing in. It's not outside the realm of possibility, but uh, other Fed speakers and Powell himself reground the conversation by reminding everybody what we all think we know, but it's good to hear sometimes if the bond market's getting a little carried away. And that is that things can still go either way, depending on how the data comes in. So the data has looked good. If it continues to look good, they're done with rate hikes and could consider rate cuts in several months. But if inflation it remains in the 3% plus territory, and if services inflation doesn't come down as they hope it will, and especially if inflation ticks back up, then there's no reason that the Fed couldn't hike rates again. Uh, it really all just depends on the economic data. On that note, this week has been and continues to be exceptionally important because it brings the next big data shoe to drop after the most recent CPI report, and that will be Friday's jobs report. We have sort of bounced around in these cycles of CPI, NFP, CPI, NFP over the past few months as uh, we have tried to detect a ceiling in rates or tried to confirm that the highest rates of the cycle are behind us. And it very likely will continue to be that case for the next two to three months with CPI and NFP being the two most important reports. That's not to suggest that we can't see plenty of volatility surrounding other data. It's just that the CPI NFP duo will confirm or reject those preliminary moves. As for this week's preliminary moves, those would come courtesy of things like jolts tomorrow, job openings and labor turnover survey. That's out at 10 a.m. Eastern time concurrently with ISM non-manufacturing, another top tier report that can have more of an impact than jolts, depending on how far from forecast either of those are. And um, then it's really, I wouldn't say quiet, but those are the only two top tier reports of the week other than the jobs report on Friday. So jobless claims can have an impact on Thursday. ADP can have an impact on Wednesday. But uh, realistically, we're looking at Friday's employment situation slash non-farm payrolls for uh, the deciding vote on on the last little leg of this rally that we've seen over the past week. That's brought yields down from 4.5 all the way to under 4.2 at times. And um, it could actually approach 4% if the jobs report was weak enough and it uh, could easily bounce back up over 4.4 if the jobs report is super duper strong. I think if it's super duper strong, it might be taken with a grain of salt considering the other economic data in play um, and just considering the general trend. But uh, in any event, the, the point is the bond market has been exceptionally willing to react to economic data the Fed's mantra of being data dependent is um, still going strong, and we have no reason to doubt that. Uh, as far as mortgage rates are concerned, really great week last week, lowest rates in three months, and uh, many lenders quoting under 7% for a top tier 30-year fix now, average lender a bit higher than that. 
Um, but that's a very fast move. And so folks in the mortgage industry kind of have a front row seat to what the bond traders may be feeling with respect to the pace of the increase. And there is such a thing as too much of a good thing when bonds rally too far too quickly. That can lead to a little bit of technical pushback, regardless of what the data shows. And the most important scenario to consider in that regard would be one where the data doesn't really give any clear indication this week that bonds should continue to rally. Uh, if that were to be the case, then the technical landscape might suggest to traders that uh, pushing back up a little bit makes more sense given the pace of the move so far. That's going to do it. For this week, back to you. Thank you, Matt. Check out mbslide.net for up to the nanosecond updates. Use the sign-up code LOL to get an extended trial period without having to put in your credit card number. David Kittle's here with us, the co-founder of the Mortgage Collaborative. And they're in the midst of the days of Christmas, the TMC days of six days, 10 days, 12 days. What is it, Ms. Kittle? How many days of Christmas does TMC have? We have 12, dude. You have 12 days, just so you're sticking yeah. with the tradition of 12. All right. Yeah, good. Right. good. Yeah. So what are you focusing on the 12 days of Christmas? Give our listeners a little bit of an idea of what they could do and how can they hear about this? They should go on uh, our website and take a look at every one of the speakers because I can't give you all of them up in front of me because I don't have that today. But the one I'm most focused on takes place on the fort in the afternoon and uh, I get to interview former HUD secretary, Dr. Ben Carson. So we're really looking forward to that. Of course, we have the head of, of HUD is coming in and we're talking to people from the CFPB and all the regulators that really make the decisions for our lenders are going to be on. So it's something everybody should tune into. I definitely should encourage them to do so. Again, get over to the TMC website, themortgagecollaborative.com. Check it out. Mr. Kittle, what are you hearing from within the membership of TMC as far as this recent rate rally? Are you seeing any pickup in volume? Sure, everybody is. and They're making their phone calls back to the people who maybe had pulled away just a little bit as rates rose. The thought of and the discussion, I was uh, watching Charles Payne on Fox Business at the end of last week, and here the Fed is doing what I hoped they would not do. I know everybody wants rate cuts, but uh, I think it's too soon. They were talking about it maybe in March or April, and I think that's too soon. We still have inflation out there. It'll reignite everything, and while that'll be good in the short term, it'll hurt us down the road. Although I have, for the last year, since we're coming into an election year, David, as I predicted that rates were going to get cut somewhere in the first, yep. 90 days before the election. And maybe it's going to be sooner than that. But well, it's Parker, a rally. It's helping a little bit. And we're three weeks from today. It's Christmas Day. And things usually tighten down and you don't have much going on. But there's a little bit of activity out there from our lenders right now. Yeah. And one of the things that you've been talking about in our conversations, David, is the fact that people can just get out and start making loans again. We were talking to Garrett Locklear of Candid, and I was talking, I did an interview of him, which we'll be sharing. We're going to be focusing in on those that are prospering during this season. And guess what, David? It's something you've been saying all along. It's getting back to the basics, block and tackling. And so he has one particular person using Candid. Their volume is up 300% this year. 300%. And so he's looking at the data flowing through his technology. He's going, what is this person doing? And she said, I'm just doing what I have was taught at the very beginning, making more phone calls. You have to make more phone calls, but I have technology that helps me. And in that case, she's using Candid. You can use Total Expert, use different whatever tools, but I've just increased the amount of activity and the reach. And I have tools that 
were not previously available to former generations of the mortgage industry. And it does allow me to have a really <clears throat> good year. So it's encouraging. Also, I reached out to our good friend, David Savage, who was with Mortgage Coach for the longest time. He is still with Mortgage Coach. They're operating now under a new name. And he's going to come on and we're going to do some interviews with him and some of the originators that he interviews. He said, we're actually seeing some of the ones that are just but not focusing in on interest rates and are being creative and getting out and are having some of the better years that they've had. Yes, the volume's down for everyone and we're having to work harder, but guess what, Mr. Kittle? They're making money and they're doing just fine. So I got to tell uh, you, David, I saw something on LinkedIn this morning, which I thought was just a great idea. So the young lady's on there. She's an experienced loan officer. I say young lady, younger than I am. And uh, she gets transferred with her husband. So this is the fourth or fifth market that she's been over her origination career. And she goes, each time she's transferred to a new city, she has to regenerate relationships. And so what she's saying is, why don't you just act like it's a whole new town for you and go out and make new friends and relationships? I thought that to be quite refreshing, actually, and get you a, a different mindset to go meet new people and ask for business and talk about the experience and what you can do for them to make them more productive. I just thought it was a great idea. That's a great idea. That is really a great idea. That's interesting. Someone who has experience, but then has to get transferred because her spouse or their husband, in her case, went to a new city. So she has to pick up, start her business effectively over and is making money. And yet I'm sure there's a lot of experienced people in that same market, David, who are bemoaning what a horrible market is. You can't get any loans in this market. And here comes a new one in town who's got experience and, and just with a great attitude right? with a great attitude you're refreshed going to meet new people and if you think some of us are out there running the same paper route talking to the same people not talking to anybody new still got to see your relationships but you got to develop yeah. new ones and are we calling our customers and asking them for referrals are we doing handwritten notes to people because they make a difference? It's all the little things, but uh, I thought this lady's approach, even though you may not be one who goes into a new market, was really refreshing and something people ought to think about. The basics. Mr. Kittle, thank you so much for being here. As Welcome always, there. enjoy your commentary and your input. You're appreciated as a friend. Check out, listeners, the 12 Days of Christmas by TMC and what they're offering. Some great content, another resource for you to stay up. David, blessings to you. Merry Christmas, friend. Appreciate you, friend. Merry, Merry Christmas. Alice Alvey is here, Vice President of Education and Training, and it's Partner Education and Training. I love that. They're at Union Home Mortgage. I love the concept of partnership. And you've partnered with me on this podcast for over 15 years. Alice, thank you so much for being here. You've got a legislative update. Any new information? Yes, I do. Actually, hello, Dave. I just want to touch base to a little bit on what the MBA Newslink uh, was talking about, and that was the new 203K proposal that FHA has out there. So this runs a little bit differently. So just for everybody's benefit, this is a great set of proposals. There's no one out there who's going to say, eh, I don't do that, or there's something wrong with that. What we have to be careful of and help FHA with is the nuances in the wording. So the way they do mm. this is they publish the handbook on basically what they call the drafting table on their website. So you can actually just Google this, do HUD 
changes to 203K November 2023 drafting table, however you want to phrase those words together. And when you get to the draft, or you can look up the HUD press release, and it has a link to the drafting table. And the devil's in the details for something like this to make sure they get the commas and the the decimals, make sure that they don't throw in something that causes confusion or leave something out that creates it to be a little bit, to make it more gray. And so commenting on this is different from other things that you might comment on. This is an actual Excel spreadsheet that you have to download. And you would do this as a company where you review the wording that they've put in the new handbook and Mm. just make suggestions to FHA line by line HUD of what changes or things that you feel should be worded correctly so it's clearly understood. So that's just a heads up on this. HUD RFI for the changes to the 203K program, which I think is tremendous that this has been put together so quickly. They want comments by January 5th. So you've got to act quickly because I think they're planning to roll this out much faster than would be typical. So again, the benefits of the program are changing that 203K limited from 30,000 up to 50,000. There's a lot of folks wow. who would have liked that to gone a lot higher. Progress is something. And then the other big thing was increasing the allowable draw limit up to 75% of the material costs versus today's 50%. And then also being able to allow 10 months on those limited K, which we used to call a streamlined K for you old timers out there in getting an extra <laughs> four months there. All of it playing to the increase in the costs of construction. I'm sure there's a lot of folks who feel, oh my gosh, this is a dent in the bucket. We should have gotten a lot more out of them. But Let's not lose this opportunity for the fact that we may want more down the line. Uh, Let's make sure we get this wording done well, and then it'll be easier to change in the future. So just a heads up on how that feedback process works and to do it as a company. The only other thing I wanted to touch on today was the Bank of America $12 million fine from CFPB for falsified HMDA data. And the reason I bring this up for everybody here is because in the details here, they're saying that Bank of America had that its loan officers would report mortgage applicants chose, I do not wish to furnish demographic information when actually the question was never asked. And this, Mm. I think, happens every single day in mortgage bankers banking land where loan officers think, yeah, I didn't get the information. Maybe I never asked, but I didn't get the information. So they're checking that box. And this is a $12 million fine. And the ripple effect to this for everybody to be aware of. So first of all, you know, this is a hot button for HUD or CFPB. If they come out and look at this is where they're going to look, they're going to check your PNPs, they're going to investigate your actual practices. And the ripple effect is that, okay, now you have false demographic information that was filed. What are you hiding? What was in the data? And so the ripple effect gets into fair lending accusations, which they haven't gone there yet with B of A. I don't want to apply that. I'm just saying when regulators find a problem, there's often then a second and third problem that can come out of it. And so just a heads up for everybody out there, it's Humda season, end of the year, making sure you get your Humda data right. 
And then you'll have till end of February. Hey, we get an extra day. It's a leap year next year. And just a heads up that loan officers out there who listen to this program, you have to actually ask the question if customers would like to provide their demographic information. And it is a fine and a very big fine if your company is not in compliance with that. So that's my two cents for today, Dave. I'll send it back to you. Thank you so much, Alice. That's a really good reminder. $12 million in a market like this. $12 million is significant. What market we're in? But in this kind of market where people are struggling to make any money, that is a significant fine. Good. Excellent report. Thank you, Alice. Appreciate it so much. Appreciate you being here. If you want to hear all of Alice's previous commentaries, this one, want to listen to it and just, as we refer to, binge on Alice, which is always a fun, pleasant experience. Go to our website. Go over to Alice's page. And you can download and listen to all of what Alice has to say and has been saying over the weeks, months, and years. So it's just allowing you to, it's a way to get a digest of all the things she reports on this podcast. Again, thank you, Alice. Appreciate you much. Alan Pollock is here, Chief Operating Officer of Candid Inc. What do you got for us on a tech report today, Alan? Good to hear your voice. Yeah, great to be here. I couldn't make it last week. I have a pain in the neck, believe it or not. I have a <laughs> and not a, a metaphorical one, disc. a real one, an actual yeah. real one. Yeah, something that AI can't solve. I have a ruptured disc, and yeah. uh, I had to get an MRI, which it turns out I'm going to live. I'll be all right. Just got to go through. They call it decompression therapy, where they stick you in a bed, they strap your head in, and they pull you apart. So fun stuff. <laughs> Anyway, well, that doesn't uh, hopefully it'll relieve the pain. That doesn't sound like a fun process, but anyway, it's good to have you here, Alan. Yeah, so, right. yeah, that's good. Yeah, thank you. I've got so much stuff. I, some of them are quick, David. We're all laughing about the BK commercial on TV. You probably could sing it with me right now. BK, have it your way. <laughs> and at the end, everyone yells, You rule. <laughs> Amazing marketing has gone viral. I Googled it to look at the analytics and stats, and people have been talking about BK commercials since last year. They do great during football games. You got to get viral, right? This is the time. If you can come up with a jingle, you can come up with a way to get people to recognize your brand. I think for financial institutions, it's all about brand awareness and sustaining and maintaining that brand. BK did it with the jingle. I know everyone knows that jingle, so you're probably laughing. If not, then I'll come up with something better next week. <laughs> but we well, you, you and Parker day. both started to sing now. Who knows? We may have Alice has got a beautiful voice, so we may have to get her to start singing part of her yeah. report here. Not just joking, just joking. Anyway, all right. Uh, so, David, 2023 Housing Wire Tech Trendsetters—they have all been announced and released. You can check it out. Just go online if you follow Housing Wire. You probably already have seen it. But if you feel like you missed out, right now, Progress and Lending is taking applications for the Innovation Awards, and Housing Wire is taking applications for the Tech 100 Award. If you missed out, they're out there. They're great awards, a lot of great technology solutions, a lot of great people involved, and the Trendsetters is a great one. I've received that one myself, actually, and make sure that you take a look at some of those folks. And if you're looking to network, as David Kittle was saying earlier, Reach out to some of those people, make some connections, reach out and touch someone, David. All right, let's move on. Another another famous jingle. Yeah, we're full of phrases today. So OpenAI, there's been a whole bunch of drama in the last few weeks. Most of you have heard and seen it. It's been all over the news, the internet. One thought is that they launched their GPTs too soon. And then another thought is they didn't. But ultimately, right now, the news is that the marketplace for developers, meaning any of us, to a custom version of chat GPT is now going to be delayed. 
So you can make a custom GPT, you can deploy it in your own platform, but the ability like OpenAI creating an Apple App Store and you being able to buy or subscribe to GPTs, that is going to be delayed. Didn't say when, it just said 2024. If you tested out some of the GPTs, it's really pretty cool what you can do. There's limitations if you build those GPTs into your own application and you create the rails around it and the experience around it, they're gonna be amazing in the applications in mortgage. So if you haven't taken a look, go ahead. I know that they were stopping folks from being able to sign up at one point. I don't know if they turned it back on. Uh, also, if you haven't tested out Bard, please do. Bard's pretty darn oh, good. Oh, Bard too. is amazing. Um, yeah. yeah. You turned me on to that. You their... turned me on that a number of podcasts ago, over yeah, a month yeah. ago, and I've switched over to start using Bard. And it's got all the current information, unlike ChatGPT and OpenAI, which they cut the line off at some point, I can't remember, was it 2021? So there's none of the more current well, data is in there. Correct, David, except GPT-4 now is current. And there are some plugins. Oh, so GPT-4 is current. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's on par version okay. Is. okay. Yeah, but you have to communicate with it in a way to make it go do that work. It doesn't by default just do it. Bard's a little easier to use with the internet data. But either way, they're both great, very helpful tools. All right, let's get into the mortgage news. David Lodestar, yes. which is a great company, a small group of folks ran by a gentleman named Jim. They just did an integration with Encino, which is great. Hats off to them. If those of you don't know, Encino also owns Simple Nexus. So as far as all the consumer lending and the mortgage lending, it's a great integration for the folks that use Encino and for Lodestar. So hats off to them. Flowify, David, we know who they are. They just launched what they call their mortgage lending platform for brokers. They have the mortgage call reports, so the MCRs, dual AUS, and they just did an integration on the PPE side with lender price. So if you are a broker listening to our podcast, head over to Flowify. Check that out. Mr. Cooper, data leaks. Mr. Les Parker, I owe you a phone call, but he reached out to me at the end of last week and asked me some opinion on the data breach that had happened. So right now, what we know, and we talked about it once prior, yep. Millions of borrowers who were unable to transfer their November payments was because of the end of October attack. Mr. Cooper had to shut down all of their systems. They now have a big headache because not only was personal data, meaning PII, released. So you're talking name, address, birth date, social security number, and it was done by a ransomware. There now are three class action lawsuits filed against Mr. Cooper um, saying that approximately 4.3 million customers negligence was obviously part of the data breach, of course, by Mr. Cooper, and the fact that they did not correctly notify the customers of the breach in a timely manner. Now, here's the thing. We, we've said this anytime there's ever been another one that we've talked about. It's just going to happen again tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day. Nobody in lending wants to be a tech company. Unfortunately, you're forced to be a technology company, and by doing so, you have to do your due diligence either with your vendors or with your own system, and there's a big decision in build versus buy, buy versus what is your cyber threat? What is the the threat of your data. And we should talk about that another day, David, but ultimately I'm, I'm preaching to the choir. We all know it, we just have to do it. So anyways, there's no Velcro shoes in this case. You can't just slip your shoes on and put your big Velcro patch on. You gotta really tie your shoes. And we'll talk more about some of those ways, but it is very serious. It's not a laughing matter. All right, a couple more quick things, David. There's a great article in National Mortgage News. It's called GPT has mortgage lenders carefully assessing how chatbots and generative AI can improve their business operations. Check it out. You can just Google it. You may have already received it, but I did read through it. Very good article. It's worth the read. 
All right, where, David, where's this that is article the one published? I you, one more time, where's National that article Mortgage published? News. National Mortgage News. Okay, good. Yep, NMN. We'll I'm, put a I'm link gonna, to that. If you send that over, we'll put yeah. a link to it in our show notes. And then, David, I, I'm going to talk about a gripe I have, and I think many people are going to agree with me. Before I do, I want to tell you about an amazing AI tool. Right? Every week we give you a good one. This one yeah. is called Wellybox. W-E-L-Y-B-O-X, one word. I've tested it myself, and I've paid for it. It goes through every single email. You can pay to go through 10,000 emails or 100,000 emails, and it extracts every single receipt, and it categorizes them, and it puts them in PDF or Excel. So I had this go back to every receipt I've ever received in my personal Gmail from everything from Microsoft Office 365 to airline flights. And it extracted overnight every single receipt. It is absolutely amazing. Go check it out. W-E-L-L-Y-B-O-X. Okay. Welly Box. Box, B-O-X. Yep, B-O-X. All right. Apparently, you can even connect it with your mobile phone. I didn't do that, but it did a fantastic job. Go check it out. So for those that put off filing their expense reports, just wondering if they missed anything, wow. Absolutely. That's good. Absolutely. All right, David, this gripes me so much because all we do is talk about lowering costs, identifying the borrower up front, getting as much information as we can up front. And we keep taking slashes at the hip, right? The FICO is scrapping their tier-based pricing structure. They're increasing, rising the cost of credit reports. And our industry is going to be hit with a 400% increase this coming year on credit reports, a service that we all have to run, and they're raising the price of soft credit pulls to be the same as a full pull, which completely removes the purpose of why so many people are running soft credit pulls right now to get a single score and identification, some initial identification of credit worthiness. And many people, David, use that to drive workflow, to run plat, other costly services, to run the work number, to send out a pre-approval, to run pricing. All of those things are sometimes based just on the credit score. And now the price is going to be raised at not only 400% for full reports, but a score that doesn't affect your credit is now going to be raised the price because everybody's doing it to the same price as a full report. Absolutely burns me. We make so much good progress forward that to me, and- this just hampers everyone's ability to do business and to compete head on in the very early stages and protect your brand and increase your revenue and drive applications ahead. Yeah. Alice, you've got a thought on this. Go ahead. Yeah. I saw that the MBA jumped in on this too, Alan. I'm so glad you brought this up because this is a really big deal. And to me, this should be on the national news that they're about to do this. Yeah. Who does a 400% increase? Now we could see why. Okay, volume's down, and they see that the Fannie and Freddie are talking about a two-bureau model as opposed to three, so that means it'll have to be cheaper. That'll be fewer credit reports. So it's a business decision from their standpoint to try and make up for loss of revenue, revenue. and you you can't just be trying to get it all from the consumer. So essentially, this is a price increase for the consumer, and it should be all over the news, and they need to rethink their strategy here. Wow. I was unaware of this. I had not had a chance to run across this story. Alan, thank you so much for bringing it up. Yeah, I've been waiting four days to bring this up. (laughs) Yeah. When is this coming, going to effect again? January 1st? I don't know if they gave the exact date, but they said in early 2024. So we're we're about a month or two away probably from seeing some increases. 
And that's on the heels of this last year, we had a big price increase. So that is, that's very disconcerting. That's not ending on a positive note. <laughs> I've got a good one for you. You want to end right. on a positive note? Let's end on a positive right, note. So My gosh, 400%. That's just annoying beyond words. Anyway, go ahead. If you think artificial intelligence has gotten so good to the point where it just can do so much and know so much, it turns out that there's a family, I think it's maybe in Texas. I don't remember where, but anyways, they were on vacation and the Amazon Alexa decided to turn on and turn all their stereo equipment on at 1.30 in the morning and create this huge party all by itself. The neighbors got so upset, they went up calling. The police couldn't get anyone in the house to answer. They wound up breaking down the door, shutting the Alexa off. And when the family came home, they had to pay the police to get their keys back and obviously replace the door. Yeah, it still is not going to replace humans and it's not as good as we think it is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They've got to get, give me that news story. We got to put a link to that. And we're going to be gone for it. part of the holidays. And we use Alexa. So does it mean you shut it off? That's just, it, it's so there's a convenience of all of this. And what is the implications? That's interesting. Alan, yeah. thank you so much for another good tech report. Appreciate it. I'm still reeling from the 400% price increase. Got to be uh MBA standing up. We need, all need to stand up, make that put on some serious protest of that. You want to email Alan, you can do Alan at TMS-advisors.com. Alan is available to hear what your needs and concerns are, what's going on in technology. Truly the man that keeps his finger on the pulse of it. Alan, thanks for being here again this week. Appreciate it. Likewise. I bet. Again, Mark Helm is out sick. Otherwise, we'd be getting uh, kind of an update and some servicing. A lot going on in the servicing. Should you hold them or fold them? Again, I refer you back to the podcast we did where I had Adam Kenyonis and Les Parker and, of course, our friend there at Fannie Mae, Doug Duncan, and hearing some of the thoughts on it. But Adam was very adamant. If you have the ability to be able to go out and market to your database or the, your loans that you have, that your MSR volume, that you're retaining, then retain it. But with these interest rates dropping, I was really interested in getting Mark's feedback on this. So we're going to be talking about that in the future. Should you hold your MSR? Should you fold them and sell them? With this rate rally that's going on, I think there is going to be a revaluation of our existing portfolios. Let's take a look at that market. We'll be looking at that. We also want to hear from you listeners, other topics that you want to talk about. On the podcast, would you like to hear us talk about? We go out and find the best speakers and the best presenters on that particular topic. I think we got a really good lineup of what we cover every day and what's going on in the industry with our current lineup. We're always interested in getting feedback. I've reached out to Dave Savage. Dave Savage and I are going to have a couple of podcasts where we're talking a little bit about what he's seeing out there. We want to encourage you originators out there and origination leadership, company leadership on what you need to have, the mindset you need to have to be successful in this market. There are those, as Kittle talked about, and others that we're hearing about, you're going to be running podcasts, interviews on that are being successful. So it's important for you to make a decision I am going to be successful in this market. Folks, that wraps up this week's weekly mortgage update. Thank you so much for being here with us. Again, share this with others. A special thank you goes out to Adam, Les, Matt, David, Alice, Allen for being here. We wish Mark a speedy recovery. Also, a special thank you to our sponsors, Byte Software, Finastra, Total Expert, Lending Homepage, Truve, T-R-U-V. Check these guys out and cutting costs, man. Also, Angel AI. Also, the Mortgage Bankers Association of America. Lenders One, the Mortgage Collaborative, Knowledge Coop, iEmergent, Mobility MMI, and Modex. Appreciate everybody for being on the podcast or listening to us, sharing it with your 
coworkers and others in the marketplace. We appreciate you for being here each and every week. Have a great week, everybody. Look forward to having you back here next week. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.